two, three. Because we're famous for this podcast. No, we weren't famous before. Now we're famous for this podcast. It's what we're famous for. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a loaf over here or a fish. Um. <clears throat> I remember oh, yeah. that story being, uh, I think like our grammar was correct because we were all saying loaves and fishes and like, actually fish is plural. And that was like, that's what I took from whatever other lesson they were trying to tell us, you know? Ah. Okay. A grammar lesson. Is that what this whole, like, cause that's really the only thing you can take from a, you know, uh, practical standpoint. Is the grammar part of it. Uh, I guess I'll take the grammar, which, you know, isn't even that important. Yeah, so you can't ever say fishes, huh? Even if you're talking about, because uh, he sleep he sleeps with the fishes, you know. That's like an Italian, right? Right. So I think, and probably by this point, as you know, we've we've maybe touched on, we're a big update the dictionary to account for uh, our stupidity and evolution and everything podcast. Um, <laughs> so I mean, it could be by now that fishes is totally good like they rewrote it in 2006 because too many people were saying fishes and they're like ah fuck it who cares and right. which you know i'm more on board with than i was i'm 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 more in the fuck it who cares camp than i was which i think is just a sign of uh you know age and uh laziness wisdom and laziness to care about stuff for sure yeah yeah, yeah but i think like i could picture if somebody's saying like eh, fishes is actually what you would use to refer to like uh a bunch of discrete individual fish, whereas right. fish, the plural of fish, is meant to describe a you know amorphous amount of you know, fishes, fishes, <laughs> 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 something like that. Um, right, and then the yeah. loaves, the loaves represented a different fish. I think is how is what it was meant to be. I Actually, don't know if the Saint James version has that. I think it's loaf is the plural of loaf. <laughs> so the story should be love and fish <laughs> the great yeah. love and fish story of 1943 yeah well um i'm a 1940s gold prospector <laughs> ah yeah i came late to the game i think yeah from the the gold prospecting game yeah yeah i think it was probably mostly all panned up before you oh, got there. Oh, really? Yeah, what was the good... Because I'm just thinking the 49ers, and that's all I can really... That's all I know about the whole thing of it. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think that could be 1849 or something like that, but... Oh, okay. Yeah, the Gold Rush, right. The Gold Rush had to have been a little before that. Yeah, the 40s even were a little too good-looking back in the pictures to be worrying about gold in the in the earth over there. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Yeah, 150 years is more like people worrying about gold in, in the ground. I think I think there's still people out there worrying about gold, but I I think the gold rush was um was earlier, you know, than, than the 1940s like during <laughs> during World War II. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I just figured the 49ers like I figured there would have been fewer football fans who cared about the 1849s. The you know, the 1840s like I like 
Oh, it's that far ago or that long ago? Like, I'm not, I'm not supporting I'm not this living, team. Living here anymore and paying these <laughs> rent prices. <laughs> That's the big scam of of the rent crisis in San Francisco. That the 49ers is <laughs> actually 1849. All the all the tech businesses went under because they thought it was 49, like me. Absolutely, yeah, but. Um, and that's the one thing that keeps me keeps my confidence up that I was, hey, look, all these tech people thought it too. So you can all, you know, put it, blow me where the pampers is, as the saying goes. Because yeah. I'm with the tech guys for once, all right? Yeah, it's Do you good mind company. if I just have the floor here for a little bit? It's been a while, okay? The tech guys, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to start... Uh micro dosing a bunch of stuff that's that's what those tech guys are doing out there in san francisco uh, along oh, with, yeah along with not knowing correctly when the gold rush was they're also micro dosing <laughs> uh bits of information that say that the gold rush was actually in the 40 the 18 1940s. 1940s yeah <laughs> um yeah so micro dosing micro dosing uh, yeah I, maybe it's something the pain salesmen are out there doing too i don't know like little bits of, I, I mean, I just, I've heard microdosing once in the wild, or the wild being in my company or, you know, um, and a guy was doing it with m- mushrooms? Yeah, mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. And um, he seemed nice before, during, and after. So, I mean, it seemed like he either was just a nice guy, but or he was nice, and then he would have been mean, and the mushrooms made him nice. Right. That's or, one option. So I, <laughs> However many possibilities that combinations there are based on what I've told you. But um, yeah, that's my only experience with microdosing. So that's okay. a, a tech thing. Want to keep them creative and stuff? Like trip a little bit and come up with the next big thing? I think there's some people out there going for that move. And then they're like just developers and like people who write code that are out there claiming. And it's not just uh, mushrooms. They microdose like adderall or they microdose uh you know lsd or you know whatever they, they mm-hmm. microdose all sorts of different things um and they're placebo pills yep placebo pills uh that like beyond meat stuff <laughs> vegan <laughs> vegan meats Just take really small amounts of that vegan meat uh <laughs> but yeah they're they're like helping it's helping them whatever solve problems in a more you know expanding their mind in a very subtle way to uh solve problems gotcha yeah i mean that's you know i i can believe that um you know a slight trip or something like that could just put things into a weird lens and i can see that being something where it would work with coming up with shit definitely yeah i've like come back to a problem after you know, five minutes of microdosing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. Uh, just, you know, come back to a problem and you're like, what? How couldn't I have seen this other solution oh, or whatever? Just by like, stepping away from it, you're saying? Yeah. So I can only imagine that, you know, doing something else to change the state of your brain could could right. uh, have the same sort of effect. Anything at all. Yeah. Get up, sit down, eat something, drink something, everything. Like, man. Right, wash your hair, add a new step yeah. to the hair washing process. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe you eat something in the middle of washing. <laughs> what we're famous for. I think um, companies will ever start buying 
athlete's like a piece of an athlete's name, like either just depending on if their last name is better or their first name is better or whatever makes them more recognizable. Just like okay, Adidas Johnson or maybe their middle name like um, Christopher Adidas Johnson, and they just Adidas sets up shop in the middle of their name and they have to say it each time, and then million dollars of advertising or whatever. Wait, what? Who? How, how are you set? Who's setting up shop in the middle of a name? Adidas. The company. Yeah, Adidas. So Christopher Adidas Johnson is just—he's some stud coming out of college. So Adidas okay. scoops him up, and he's Christopher Adidas Johnson now. Uh, okay, so they're gonna pay Chris Johnson to make his middle name Adidas. Yeah, or, or I guess, and he's just like signed with Adidas, and because they're saying it so often there's some extra money involved somewhere for somebody. I don't know. Maybe I get like a point one thing every time you use your credit card or something. <laughs> I love this uh, idea. I think it's, I think it's completely untapped. You're just saying like, uh, LeBron smoothie King James. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or like, yeah, if that's how it works out. Or I, I was thinking, do you do the whole first name too? Like Smoothie King Smoothie James. Smoothie King James, yeah. I, that works perfectly. That one works. Oh, yeah. King James, that's another yeah. level. Phil Michelob and stuff like that. Just ones that already almost kind of work. Oh, yeah. Genius. Oh, my God. So you pay them like a billion dollars to change their name kind of a thing. Right. For the ones that almost work, you do, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, Phil Michelob, that's worth doing. That's right. worth him doing for $40 free. billion. Dollars. Just, yeah, yeah. Because that's just close enough. Like People are still like, going to be like... Yeah, just a few conversations with him, and he's like, "All right, yeah, this is worth it. Uh, this is better." Yeah, right. I yeah should have thought of this before, and <laughs> yeah, maybe he already does do. He already did all this. No, but um, yeah. So extra money for ones that are just really like, oh wow, that worked out a little too well. Forty billion dollars for those, and then the ones where you're like doing a little hemming and hawing to get them to like agree to like change their name. It's a big step. Right. Um, maybe those not quite as much money is involved, or I don't know if I'm getting the money thing correct as it in, as it per correlates right. who, to whether who pays who, right? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Costner pays a bunch of money to Costco to take the name Kevin Costco. <laughs> <laughs> Home Depot. Oh shit! Yeah, that's really good. You know, he pays him sixty million dollars <laughs> to use that. It's a slam dunk for Home Depot, man. That's no brainer. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> it's just a completely unplanned source of sixty million dollars in revenues. <laughs> where we have to open up a names division. This is where half of our revenue is coming from now. <laughs> celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think it's a good idea though I, I don't i've never heard of anyone doing it uh i think you know they they name stadiums and stuff like that but i right, love I'm the thinking, idea of getting in there yeah. change your name I'm, I'm it's like a step beyond the logos on the soccer jerseys and stuff i'm just thinking where else are we you know missing out here right um their names man you know my mind went uh, completely blank trying to think of other ones, but uh Yeah. Cal Ripken. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball royalty with a name like that. Cal. <laughs> um 
Yeah. Damn. Angelina Joe Smoothie King. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have to work. You know, sometimes no, they might yeah. stick out a little bit better if they don't work. Right. Yeah, and that's a bigger payout too, I think, because you're doing more. You're you're really changing your whole name for the love of that company or for the sixty billion dollars, whichever comes first. <laughs> <laughs> or like James Taylor guitars. Are they already named after him? They're not, no. Okay. They're not known. They're not well known, but yes, they are named after him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Jameson Taylor. Get you know. Oh, get him back on booze, and then he spirals back out of control <laughs> for the last ten years of his life. <laughs> well, they uh, they were nice enough to get me a sponsorship with a uh, Jameson type of booze. <laughs> Being that I have a substance abuse problem, I uh, wasn't quite able to stay away from the heroin for the rest of my life, which I had fully planned on doing. <laughs> it's what we're famous for. All right, I am a. Uh... I'm a beekeeper on this side. Nice. I'm a uh, former Olympian who uh, made his work known in the field of track and field. The field of track and field. <laughs> <laughs> made his work known by yeah. He was selling books on the side of the Olympics. Okay, yeah. Author. Author. Yeah. Bruce Jenner's best friend. Author Jenner. <laughs> Oh, James Joyce was in the Olympics back in. The <laughs> <laughs> Many people didn't know this about James Joyce. He was a pole vaulter way before he became an author. I don't know, just whatever. Is James Joyce even an author? That was the author example I pulled out of. I think so. Yeah, my tits. Irish, Irish author, big long, yeah. long stories. I think. Don't know. Don't... Oh, James! James had wonderful long stories. <laughs> Long stories. That's what he was known for, huh? Nah, I just wanted to gloss over it, pretend like I knew something about him, and then hopefully move on and nobody would ever know that <laughs> I didn't know anything yeah. about James. That's Joseph. a great move. Yeah, long. Yeah. You know, I mean, what? how wrong can I be with that? No, he's famous right. for short stories. Uh, well, hey, you didn't write oh, one. Oh, right. I knew it was one, one of the two. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was that one he wrote. That's what made him known. And then, yeah, of course, once he was known, he did he all short stories. But, oh, that must have been the one I was talking about. Hey, well, who has anything to write that you big, can... long ones after you already blow up from the long one? Right, that's true. And no, nobody yeah, talks gonna... about the long one. But, yeah, but that's what he's famous no. for. No. He's a, he's a Joyce Longy, they call him. It's like some derogatory term in the intellectual world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A James Yell dogger, I think. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I've been lucky to run in some of those circles, which is how I know that. Yes. So, yeah, I don't know anything yes. about James Joyce. I think he's, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I think it's uh, his stories are a little bit, this is just me doing it again. <laughs> his stories are a little bit. <laughs> you can't just say that. You have to leave it with a guess that might be right or like something can be pulled from it. <laughs> stories are a little bit, uh, they say, um, inaccessible. You know, some of his work is a little mm. inaccessible. So, like. You know, just you. His Wikipedia page says that he was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even think to look him up. That would have made this part a lot easier. Yeah, he's good. I like I like some of his stuff. James Joyce was a good one. Nice. Just keep leaving. And then I, I'm quiet for another second. Yeah, the stories were kind of based in his mind. They were very hyper. Uh, how do I? How, how do I say this? His his stories were very hyper aware in a sense. <laughs> they. Uh, oh boy. 
Why don't I want that passion, Tup? Why do I mock that just there? Um, why are you mocking me pretending to know who James Joyce is? I think it's the right. Yeah, they just think it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. Good. <laughs> it was a test for you. Good. Uh, you know, we're not past doing tests on each other. Yeah. I hope. I hope you know. No, not at all. Um, Good. Yeah. No, I don't know. The, the people who are passionate about authors, I think, are just flat out wrong. If that's if that's allowed, I just think you're, they're making a mistake and they're they they're confused. But you know who I trust weirdly and like who likes authors, which always threw me off about him, just because I don't and I'm stupid. Like Anthony Jeselnik, like in his love of certain writers, and it okay. just I was a Brett Easton Ellis. Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, just yeah. anything to Norm, try to squeeze an impression in. Norm Macdonald <laughs> is a. Uh, is a is a big you know reader of he loves Joyce while we're at it. He's a big James Joyce okay. guy. Um, he's the one. I said, "Hey, Norm." Sorry, should I've kept talking about Jeselnik so you could keep doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm yeah. Um, but he was the one dude actually. But no, who does Norm like? J- uh, James Joyce and Love. that guy, that country star with no fingers. Country star with no fingers. Yeah. Who's that? That guy, he had him on his show, on the Netflix show, um, and he just thinks he's like the greatest songwriter ever. And I'm, he might be, I just don't know his work. Um, okay. But I think he does like banjo, porch, uh, somehow finger picking with no fingers anymore um, music. Wow. I, mean, so I think somebody else plays for him now, but he's Billy Ray, Billy Joe Ray, some combination of those kind of names. Billy Ray Jepsen. Billy Joe. <laughs> yeah. Carly Ray Jepsen, I think was his name. <laughs> yeah yeah uh no fingers huh on either hand i think he had some on both but they were like he had a little bit of each shitty, one shitty fingers though whatever he had. bad halfies yeah. yeah like or a 30s okay yeah third of his finger like on yeah i, I forget what they said happened um yeah stuck his i think hand up in the lawnmower like uh our close friend mr johnson <laughs> um probably yeah a lot of those um a lot of those country guys were messing with tractors a lot and have a lot of like machine injuries i feel like you know what i mean yeah 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 like oh yeah back on the farm i uh my grandfather had his... Uh, I'm just trying to stall to think of another machine that somebody would get their hand cut off in. Right. Um, cotton gin? Yeah, the cotton gin. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. I'll just keep, I'll keep freestyling machines. Just keep feeding, keep feeding me machines. <laughs> no, that's all I got. I can't think of a single other one. Backhoe? I don't know. Bobcat. Bobcat. <laughs> that's too modern sounding of one. No, yeah, yeah. I think you want a, um, let's see. You want something with big rusty knives flying back and forth, some old farm machine that who knows what it did. Right. Uh, just like it, it just big knives flying back and forth for no reason. It did nothing except put them in danger. And each family member was required to have one limb cut off. Lopped off by so, that thing too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Lopped off. <laughs> No, That's my like boy their, finally uh, became a man today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some country tradition. Yeah. Finally, what like some got, some new got grandson lopped. like finally got lopped today. <laughs> yeah. 
Now, why do we do this again? I just want to know the family history. <laughs> Stop asking questions, boy. Nobody has any idea what this machine is anymore. <laughs> like, this makes no sense. This does nothing. Why are we bringing people over here to get a piece of our hand chopped off every few St- years? Stick your arm in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. This is ridiculous. Why the hell? Hey, traditions, boy. Okay. And then in the end, they actually are better for it. Can you believe it? Because traditions are powerful, no matter how arm cut off. Right. They might be sometimes. You lose in the process. (laughs) 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 A tradition's a tradition. God damn it! You got to stick to it. We we've owned this farm for fifty years. Yeah, every single one of those years, Egypt's own tradition. It's a very traditional farm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How long does that have to be for a tradition? Like tradition can be ten minutes. Like yeah, it's a tradition. Yeah, tradition. I sit here and do nothing. Uh. How long does it take for a tradition to kick in? Five years, I guess? Third year, it's a tradition, I think. First, Third year, first okay. year, it was a happy accident. Second year, it was a nice uh, callback. And then from then on, it's a tradition. That makes sense. Yeah. But I think people will throw a lot of traditions in on that second one, you know? But that's okay. Life's short. You don't have, sometimes you don't have time for the third. It's a, it just kind of became a tradition. Yeah, we did it once last year and that's it. And now it's a tradition. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not going to. I'm yeah. not going to question those. I'm not going to get folks. hoisted by my own petard on that one. No. <laughs> Keep your petard out of it, as far as I'm concerned. If yeah. people, have a, uh, people have a tradition Keep they want Keep your petard. <laughs> Keep your petards off my ovaries or whatever, whatever the women's signs are during the uh, women march, which are very good and I support fully. Uh-huh. Yeah. Keep your petards off my ovaries is what yeah. I was saying. There, I'm, I'm not going crazy there. There is something about keep your laws off my ovaries. No. Um, keep your laws off my ovaries. <laughs> really? There are no like, laws when you're drinking white claws or whatever that one is. That's you just hold up signs for that yeah, at the women's march. Marketing, <laughs> just marketing signs. Oh yeah, there's there's another place that people can get in, like in the middle of like you know mm, keep your hands off, off my signs, vagina yeah. or whatever. Adidas, right? In the middle. <laughs> <laughs> keep your hands off my Adidas vagina. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> or even those and protests vaginas. that they're doing like right now where that gal has the pro the sign that says like i want to get a haircut or something like that just like just have the haircuttery pays them to just like at the haircuttery you know <laughs> right 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 yeah get in on these protests. i want to get signs. an adidas haircut <laughs> <laughs> and they have to get adidas cut into the back of their head now they just have to say it the saying it's what's really cracking my balls off yeah um it's good. These it's not good. against the law to wear an Adidas, you know, uh, whatever. Just those people not wanting to wear masks in the stores, but them saying Adidas mask before each, each time. Yes. <laughs> uh, don't trample on my rights. And then like in parentheses, Smoothie King, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> don't Smoothie King on my rights. <laughs> it just confuses the message completely. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most dirtbaggy advertising ever. <laughs> like people out there for a cause that deeply affects them. Right. Just yeah. There's just a dude in a suit from Smoothie King out there just paying people a thousand dollars and uh, scratching out and just putting a big Smoothie King sticker over like 
some <laughs> word in their sign. <laughs> no, causing the thing to no longer make sense. Make Smoothie Holy King shit. not war or whatever. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they accidentally do make war, not Smoothie King. They lose $80 million. They pay, pay $80 million to get the guy to switch the sign. And the $80 million then evens out again. <laughs> Don't smooth the king all over my ovaries. <laughs> it's what we're famous for. I'm a, uh, yeah. I'm a, uh, Christ, who am I these days? Uh. A corrections officer. Corrections officer, eh? Yeah, who becomes uh, unfortunately a little too close and ends up they end up uh, getting getting me to bring stuff in for him. Oh, like that thing that happened in Baltimore, huh? Yeah, escape from Danamora. No, that wasn't Baltimore. Uh, but I imagine that it's the same thing. Yeah, we're like, um, yeah, you you become bros with the uh, guards and they start doing stuff, or you start having sex with each other and right. all that kind of stuff. Are you, are you aware of that one? The the uh, that whatever was going down at that prison in Baltimore, like some woman was having sex with a bunch of guys in there, maybe or, uh, or vice probably, versa. There was a female that. guard, or there was a guy guard who was. No, nah, I don't know. There was one particular guy. He was um, he wound maybe he wound up escaping, but like while he was in the prison or jail, I'm not sure, prison, I guess. Uh, while he was in the prison, like he just ran the whole prison, like wow, like he 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 was actually in charge of everything. Like just got whatever he wanted brought into the prison, did did whatever he wanted, just took care of. It was just his prison, and then he like he was sleeping with this one guard in particular, but probably other there was other situations like that going on. But basically, the whole prison was just his. Nice. Pretty I would impressive. Just, yeah. I would just act up till they kicked me out. <laughs> um, no, but that's... Uh, can you imagine... That's kind of like the exciting corruption a little bit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some guy runs the jail. Like, oh, that's pretty kind of cool. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure there's so many horrendous things that that means as a result that happened because of that. But it, on the surface, it's a pretty cool piece, you know, nugget of information. Yeah, it's just a good reminder that everyone is just, you know, a regular old person. Like, that lady was just, you know, I don't know, probably starved for attention and right. love or whatever. And Yeah. So he's able to manipulate her. And, but, yeah, just like everyone is just, we're all, we're all the same out there. Just, yeah. They probably never even really escaped from Danamora. Yeah, escaped from what? What do you keep saying? <laughs> Danamora. I think it was like Pennsylvania. Um there was a guy who was uh, having sex with one of the workers and like she was bringing him stuff and um, she was supposed to pick them up when they like, after they got at, to a certain point in their escape. Um, yeah. And it was based on a true story. Like, um, Oh yeah, I know it. Like, I know the, uh, yeah. Uh, she, is this the dog lady? The dog, the lady who was bringing in the dogs to, uh, um, she, she started like a dog, program right where like she brought dogs in to hang out with the inmates and then I she remember falls, if that was part of it or not um, fa- falls for one of the inmates and then 
They wind, oh no, that was something else. What was that? That's that's familiar too. That might have been it. They wind up sneaking him out uh, inside one of the dogs. Yeah, what show was that? I don't think that was that show. <laughs> there was. <laughs> <laughs> I like that missed that part because I was just trying to think of like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> they, they put a dog in his jail clothes and put the dog in the cell <laughs> nobody noticed um, she winds up falling in love with the dog in his clothes <laughs> instead <laughs> when the dog took the clothes off she was no longer in love <laughs> yeah then uh, she sneaks out she, I mean, he he sneaks out. Uh, I don't know. What, what am I thinking of? Is this that is th- the plot of something? I don't know what what show that was in. Um, yeah, that might have shit. And then things get weird. Like you that might have been a got, part of a. He's got a gun Orange out the there. New Black or something. Is it? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe it's that. I don't remember. But I know this plot from something. This but could all es- be Escape from Dannemora. She's like the the head of like the sewing room or some shit. And they're okay. in there, and it's real sweaty and nasty looking. And, like, she nails it. I mean, I forget. Uh, Patricia Arquette, is that, I believe, her name? Um, Courtney Cox. Yes, yes. Excuse me. Khalid Elamine, who I just learned how to read a comment. Uh, my cousin Ricky, thank you so much. Uh, Khalid Elamine, of course, did not play for Michigan State. So thank now, you for that correction. Yeah. Thank you so kindly. I knew at the time. I just as soon as I said that, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, what am I thinking? I think I was thinking of Mateen Cleaves, maybe. Also like a pudgy point guard. Anyway. Mateen Cleaves was Michigan State. Which is what I said Khalid Alamin was. Oh, it was. Okay. I thought you said Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, but Escape from Danamora, sweaty sewing room. Big, big takeaway okay. here. Um, and he's having sex with her in there. Both guys are. And I think Mateen Cleaves and Khalid Yeah, Mateen Cleaves and Khalid Elamine are, are railing this woman in the sewing room of a jail. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, they get, yeah, it's, uh, it was, it was wild that they, yeah, they, it was mostly, I think, a true story up until that part. And then it just went like they fantasy. Want, they they like wind up sneaking jam. him out inside like a sewing machine or what? <laughs> yeah. No, they like were you know tapping away Shawshank style for a while at some path and you know okay they they came out some uh some manhole in the street and she was supposed to pick them up and she bailed on that so they're just like running through the whatever for a while um and uh Clitz from uh Girl Next Door is is the other dude and I think Benicio Del, Del Toro is uh is the other guy they're the two escapees from Denver Okay gotcha Sounds yeah, the same as the out. one I was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they sneak out inside Danamora. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Danamora was, of course, the name of the sewing machine. <laughs> yes. Danamora brand sewing machines, as everybody knows. <laughs> and that was what the story was about. They snuck out in the machine, and they'd escape from the machine yeah. once they were out of jail. And this the story whole, was about... They sneak out very machine. early. They get the they do the sewing machine <laughs> scam really early in the movie, but then the, three, the rest of the three-fourths of the movie is just about escaping from the sewing machine. It's just a, just a yeah. sewing machine sitting there on the side of the road, and they're just trying to escape from it the whole time. Wobbling back and forth. <laughs> All kinds of the yeah the the middle of the movie or it's a series the middle of the series is people uh, just driving by in the conversations like 
hmm, must be windy out or something. Like, try to quote with why. Yeah, that sewing machine just move or? <laughs> yeah. huh. No. Couldn't. Couldn't have been. <sighs> That's not. Yeah. Mateen Cleaves right there, is it? <laughs> no, it's Khalid Elamine, you idiot. <laughs> oh, fuck. Prison breaks are, uh, that's close to enough. I mean, we already have discussed a bunch of reasons that are good enough to purposefully get yourself tossed in jail. But <laughs> to be able to break out uh, would be... That's really handy. That's reason enough. I mean, like, if if I had a good break-out-of-jail scam, I'd just send me right in there. Because the, imagine the thrill. Like, yeah. the, th- the thrill of successfully sneaking out of prison is that's got to be the best like people say whatever some type of drug is the best or you know meet seeing the love of your life walking down the aisle whatever breaking out of prison has got to be smoking all of those yeah and just sitting in that sewing machine on the side of the road that's got to fucking that's awesome yeah when get (laughs) if you get lucky enough to have somebody pick that sewing machine up and Drop it off on a beach somewhere, you know, just <laughs> sitting out on the beach inside the sewing machine. <laughs> and yeah, you just soak it up, you know. You just, <laughs> yeah. It was You're just banging it. on that sewing machine the whole time, you know. <laughs> your voice is gone from saying, oh, man, that's the life right there. Yep. As long as that guy brings it on the beach, like you said. Yeah, if it's sitting on the side of a road, I feel like it was probably not worth it and kind of, you shouldn't have intentionally got yourself arrested. But. Yeah, that's a bit much getting thrown in jail just for that. But if you manage to, if, you, if you're smart enough to think to bring a cigar inside the uh, sewing machine and then somebody uh, tosses it onto a beach, yeah, it was, that's the life right there. Yeah, yeah. That's yep. a life well lived, as yep. James Joyce once said. That's right. And Hawthorne then came in, who was his biggest mentor, um, came and said the complete opposite, dispelling his whole life's work, I think. Yeah. Do I have that piece of history correct? Yeah, that, that's right. Um, and the two, the two I think, later made up. Mm. In the book, um, a, a, a River Runs Through It, or A Path Lies Between Us. I forget which of those two. Escape from Witch Mountain, I think. Oh. <laughs> the sequel to Escape from Danamora. <laughs> they yeah, finally break out of the sewing places. machine. <laughs> <laughs> escape is pretty good. I mean, I even I even gave Prison Break a a uh, season when it was on Netflix just because yeah. of that that very fact. Like, yep. They're, they're breaking out. It's kind of like the uh, why Ocean's Eleven is good. It's a bit of a prison break, you know? Yes. Yeah, just like a plan, a, a meticulously uh, executed plan coming together. is uh, That's pretty cool. Yeah. Is there Ocean's anything Eleven's else? very fun to watch. Yeah. I'm a stupid yep. movie guy, but that's a great, great movie to watch. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, there's. I like the movies. I like movies where it like, uh, you didn't quite know what the full scam was the whole time, but you knew a lot of it. You were in on a lot of it, but then there's still like a couple good curtain, yeah. curtain reveals at the end. Right, like, oh yeah, how did they do this part again? Oh yeah, that was actually yeah, yep. I do that. Like, there are movies I've seen a million times, and I still 
do not know what happened. I'm like, yeah, I just accept whatever. I don't need that cleared up. I like it enough with not knowing. Right. So, like The Departed, there are probably a handful of things. I'm like, eh, I don't exactly know what that is, but okay. <laughs> yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio's a good guy. That's oh, really? Okay, see, that that I did not know. <laughs> the one the one guy was Jack Nicholson. Really? Okay. Did anybody <laughs> ever tell you you look exactly like Jack Nicholson? <laughs> um. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. How about this stuff? Uh, so the the mother, what the mother eats, the baby eats, right? Well, one the baby's inside still. Baby's inside the mother. Mother eats some of that goes to the baby. Okay, right? Okay, I'm with you so far. Okay. Oh, yeah, the guy who doesn't believe anybody's hanging on to his every word. Okay, you're gonna remember that part, baby. Um, but true, truly. So then, I guess the baby has to be shitting during that phase. So I was just curious, then, like, does the baby's shit reconnect with the mother's shit at some point? Or or is, like, maybe part of pregnancy is letting some of that shit... And it can't be too much. Letting some of that shit out. Maybe. Embarrassed to say, I have no idea. I, what I assume is that uh, during pregnancy, uh, the baby does not do any shitting. Wait, go all. back to way before all that. A man and a woman... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, it's just yeah. a ruse for you to explain sex to me. All right. <laughs> All right, back it up just a little bit. Right before, yeah. Okay, yeah. So now... Really? <laughs> <laughs> so there, you're not peeing anywhere. Huh, I, see, I always thought there was pee involved. Right. <laughs> yeah. Pee on each no, other. No, but really, so we don't we don't know what it is. Okay. I don't know, that crossed my mind. Like, look, there... That no, baby's think, eating, uh, is that baby's the... shitting, so is there a convenient passageway like the northwest passage or i think you know you got the placenta uh you got the umbilical cord you got the um you got whatever the thing's called uh the head the baby's head um right Right. and then body baby's body and then put all those things together you got yourself a mother uh pregnant mother now i i think uh (laughs) i think you know some of the, the the process of what like sorting out what's good and what's bad for the baby happens like before it gets in there so the baby's not pooping Mm. in a uh in a traditional sense maybe it does by the end though i don't know yeah maybe you're you're thinking like the 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 poop tube is just like attached to his you know mouth still at that point it doesn't even go like it just flows in and out it just like gets a few vitamins to his cheeks and then runs right out the back of his head or something at that point because he's not he's not a full baby yet. Yeah, I don't think it's its mouth, but uh, you know the umbilical cord's attached to the stomach. Because I'm thinking that you know they they eat it, so like it would make sense because it's not developed all the way that the, the proper tubes that go down aren't aren't worked out all the way. Right. But you know but the I baby's mean, the baby's not eating stuff like through its mouth or anything like that. Oh, it's one of those things where, like, the food is just around it, and it's, like, probably getting the nutrients from, like, broccoli is just, like, rubbing up against his arm, and the arm isn't fully formed either, so it's just going into his pores or something. No, it's just coming in through the umbilical cord. Oh, which, wait, wait, which connects to where? These, you, you know your belly button? Yeah, belly That's button to, to, the be- to the baby's... No... Oh, it's our the, belly button to the baby's <laughs> belly button? I'm our. <laughs> I mean the mother. <laughs> no, well the mother's uh, you know, 
the placenta. It, the, the mother, the mother and the baby are connected at the belly button by the umbilical cord. Is hilarious if that's not true. It's hilarious if it's not true. <laughs> the baby's, uh, the baby is receiving its food, its nutrients through the umbilical cord, which is connected to its stomach until to it's the hip cut. Bone. Gotcha. No, I heard you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and that is connected in some way or another via the placenta also to the uh, woman's digestive system. Okay. So that the food is shared between them. So food is eaten by the mother and then it somehow gets processed and goes through the uh, umbilical cord into uh, into the baby. And I'm assuming that like that those nutrients are mostly like not waste so there's no need for the baby to poop, but I, I don't know. It's a good question huh. about the pooping. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if it already went through the mother's poop thing, the baby's just getting the shaft. Like, oh, God. You <laughs> <laughs> just eat the mother's shit. But, I mean, as but long as it's just again, some dumb yeah, baby just, in there, it doesn't know what it's doing. That would be a fine way to get nutrients. As long as well, it's, it's going not, straight in through the stomach again. I, I feel like you're still not getting that part of it, but well, it's, and not, also, who it's knows not eating any of it. And who knows what's what inside? It could be, it's one of those things where like, once it sees the light of day, the light hits it and it becomes some poisonous thing. But inside it's some, you know, it's the equivalent of eating six carrots maybe or something. Right. So you still are not fully grasping that it's not eating anything though, I feel like. No, I do not have my mind around that part yet, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just coming right into the stomach. Coming right into the stomach. Okay. It's what we're famous for. I am. I am Mark Rippon over here. Number 11 himself, Mark Rippon. Yes. Yeah, yes. Uh, I always knew a lot of numbers myself. <laughs> always known Mark Rippon's number. Yep. I am a... Uh, Mark Rippon might not even know Mark Rippon's number. At this point, I think, yeah, based on that um, whole thing about numbers, it was a 60 Minutes where he was an idiot savant where he couldn't remember uh, what number he, he was when he played. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he got it tattooed on his arms. It is called minor acute dementia. Only one person in the entire world has it. <laughs> <laughs> and it only applies to his football number. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And they, for some reason, needed to do a whole 60 minutes and have a whole disease. He's like, I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't, it doesn't bother me. It's the only thing that matters. It's the only thing that that affects. So can we just yeah, move on? No, we need to make the 17th documentary about it. <laughs> like you guys know i won the super bowl right like what the fuck is your tie up with this i can't remember what, what number i wore when i played it i feel like it would be weird enough to like want to dig deeper on it It'd be like god damn it he can't remember though it's <laughs> yeah it would wrap around freaking... at a certain point like well yeah well what is it why can't he remember i don't why know can't you remember your i number? won the super bowl who gives a shit right and what it's, I never need to know my own number. Right. No one's even ever asked it, asked yep. me this question, and it just it got out. I mentioned it offhandedly to one other guy, yeah. and now I regret the shit out of that. Yeah. I just mentioned it to I my coach. like, guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, you want to hear something weird? I can't for the life of me recall my number. <laughs> what? Uh, they just yeah, shift them like, off to the insane ah, asylum. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't need to know that. And it's, wait, what do you mean? Like, it's, you wear this number every day. Every time you look in the mirror, you see it. Ah, you know, whatever. Can't remember it. 
Yeah, they throw him in the insane asylum. He's like, I'm completely fine. What, are you guys kidding me? What number His are you? Wife leaves him within days, just her, quickly gets the kids out of there. Like. Right, yeah. <laughs> and if you can only, we'll let you go if you can answer me one question, Mark. What number okay. do you wear? And he accidentally just guesses right one time. I don't know. Uh, I mean, 11? I, I 11, think it, maybe? I think it is 11. I'm not even sure myself, but... Uh, Okay, and they let him out. He gets all the way back, and he's about to play in the game. They do the coin flip out in the middle of the field, and uh, the ref says, and, you know, just for good measure, Mr. Rippon, what number are you wearing? And he, he starts to look down, and the ref grabs his face mask, and they lock eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, the music, like, Dum. and Mark's like, oh, fuck. But luckily, his teammate knows of this, and he's like, okay. his teammate's the guy who like believes in him the whole time. He's like, look, I love you, Mark. I know you can't remember the, the number. And I love you no matter what. So number or not. So he he's kind of really has his back in a big way here. And he mouths it. Rippon ends up being allowed to play the, the big game. This guy gets hurt, though. And so okay, they yeah. ask at the start of the uh, second half, they ask, of course, ask Rippon, Mr. Rippon, what number are you? This guy's not there to, to bail him out. No, he's not there. Yep. But here's where I'm going to need some help. What happens next? I had the story going completely differently, so I'm, I got to catch oh, up. Oh, please with back you up. No, I, well, I was just thinking. Um, uh, you know, he he accidentally guesses it at the insane asylum, and he gets out, and that's like a big deal. <laughs> and then he's going back to uh, play his first game, and they're about to announce the him coming asylum out of the league. No, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to announce him coming out of the tunnel. Uh, and of course, they announce like, you know, uh, number eleven, starting quarterback, and he doesn't go out because oh, he doesn't know shit. who they're talking about, <laughs> right? Yo, so he stays in there the entire game. He also has a disease where he can't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, now this is back before they knew names. So this is just <laughs> when they used only numbers. Right, number uh, eleven. Yeah, <laughs> number eleven. <laughs> 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 number 11 yeah and he's just sitting there panicking the entire time just <laughs> well, remains in the locker room they did everybody else's name and number but this was a way to just continually <laughs> check on his sanity <laughs> to see number if he was 11 it's, it's all sorts of other context clues though number 11 finally back from his trip to the insane <laughs> asylum for not being able to remember his number and he's like i don't know if i am number 11, there were a few though. guys in that insane asylum with me who also could remember their number now, wait a minute, maybe it's somebody else. <laughs> okay, wow. So that's interesting. Yeah, but I, yeah, I forgot that it could have been back before they said their names, just like the number era. Yeah, it was back before that, but right. before they even announced. They, like you said, it was it was just when they had started announcing a lot of the players' names, but not all right. of them. They were still still checking on a few to, to uh, make sure their see sanity they, checked out. And they were yeah, eligible to they, play football. If they knew their numbers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what's weird is a doctor came in later and studied it. All of these players were all number 11. And that's where we got to the root of it. <laughs> oh, shit. Double yeah. numbers. You know? What, what, is, what is double? What number does that start with? Or what letter does that start with? Mm -hmm. D. D. D for double. Okay. You know? And now, how many... How many uh, how many arms did Jesus have? Two. And he, they were on the cross, right? Yep. The Holy Trinity. Three. 
(laughs) (laughs) See what I mean? I do, yeah. Yeah. So Mark Rippon, in the end, I think his life was really just an allegory for the life of Jesus Christ. Uh And his not being able to remember his number was the burden Christ carried uh, for being fully God and fully human. That was uh, Jesus denying Peter three times, or Judas. Or Judas denying Jesus three times. Right, and he flipped over the money changers table. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. Why do you forsake me, O Lord, thou thou said? That's what he was saying (laughs) as he he was... (laughs) As he was flipping over the tables. <laughs> As he was quizzing the apostles on their uh, on each of their numbers to see if they knew their numbers. <laughs> Thou hast forsaken me, Peter. What number are you? <laughs> Thou hast. What were they doing with those, I wonder? It's what we're famous for. We become famous from the podcast. After having not been. <laughs>